I'm Chris Farrell from the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, a wacky weekend morning show, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out right now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and the opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows over at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Lovely people in internet land, and welcome to episode 98 of Game Life Balance Australia. I'm your host, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined, as always, by the human equivalent of an airline upgrade, Andrew A.C. Yoshimura. Come on to my business class, baby. There's a lot of free cock tails, you know, in the region of the cock pit. Free upgrade. Know what I'm saying? Something something legroom. Two for the price of one, if you know what I'm saying. That's how business class works, right? I don't think I've ever I think I've flown business class once. <laughs> yeah, I've never I've never flown business class. <laughs> they would they would they would escort me out. They would say, You don't belong here, sir. <laughs> we're gonna take your money, but we're not gonna put you in business class. You're cattle and you deserve to be treated as such. I'd be like, No, it's so beautiful here. So I remember I I was given business class from a flight up to Brisbane, and my dad didn't tell me about it. Like, it was a surprise. Okay. So, he used his points to upgrade me um, when I was going up. I would have been, like, 15 or 16 at the time or something like that. Mm. I was like going, is this right? Half the flight, I was going, is this this right? I feel like I was in the wrong place. And you got all these um, um, hosties. Yeah. Fawning over me going, mm-hmm. oh, wow, is there anything we can get you? Mr. Campbell's like going, why are they calling me Mr. Campbell? <laughs> I understand. They know my name. Help. <laughs> and then when I feel, I realize you get like free soft drink, you know, as much and mm. pampering as you want for like the entire trip. I just went, okay. <laughs> snap, snap, snap. <laughs> Give me all f- the Cokes you can muster. Right, another great Fanta, please. <laughs> 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 I want your finest Fanta mixed with your second finest Fanta. <laughs> See, that would be orange and orange, sir. <laughs> oh god, I love that idea. Yeah, I've never. That's that makes me feel like I'm missing out on something. Like I've never mm, been in business class. Not, not really. There's, there is more room for mm. tall people like us. Mm. We're both about six foot. I think I'm six one in the old <laughs> vernacular, like 185 centimeters. Yeah. <clears throat> you're about my height I think so I think the closest I've ever been is like being in that aisle that has like the emergency exit so you get the extra leg yeah yeah <laughs> like that's probably that's I used to go in those all the time yeah. you need to pay for those now yeah um, wow. pay for the privilege yeah pay for the privilege but not only that but you can't be there with small children because mm. if in case of an emergency mm-hmm. they need able bodied strapping young men to work all the doors yeah that's right Yeah, and follow instructions so they always ask you like if, if we have a crash would you be able to? I'm like I guess. I mean, I mean <laughs> you, we're all going to die, but sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> At that point, all bets are off, you know. Oh, yeah. No, um, every man for himself. Yeah, I'm just going to start stabbing. Let's <laughs> get my pen out. But, sir, it was a false alarm. <laughs> just start kicking throats and stabbing necks. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that... Rob's on a plane. <laughs> That's that great movie. I'm just sick of these motherfucking Rob's on these motherfucking... <laughs> not just one Rob. Not just two Robs, but no, wait, it's actually just two Robs. <laughs> They're sitting next to each other and they've had a bit to drink. Yeah. That would be insufferable. 
and I, I you am next a to you yeah. fucking hell yeah would be yeah, I can barely stand to be uh, me I don't know where the sentence is going well yet. I can't stand you either if that's what you're getting at <laughs> I know that already um, okay I know so all your secrets um, like your hatred for me <laughs> that's not a secret I say that literally every two weeks when we meet that's yeah, true on the podcast it's very explicit <laughs> Much like our podcast. Speaking of upgrades. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a good segue. Uh, today, mm-hmm. we are actually going to be trying something that Rob and I are not so familiar with. Mm-hmm. We've, we've had some experience in the past, but uh, we have decided to play some SNK fighting games, namely Fatal Fury. Special, which is an upgrade from Fatal Fury 2, which is an up- kind of an upgrade of Fatal Fury. Yeah. One. Which is why that segue was so good. It was good, and then I forgot why I did the segue, and then I remembered at the end. See? <laughs> Professionalism. <laughs> so I thought we'd um, try something a little different today. Mm-hmm. We are going to be talking about a specific game, but we're going to talk about some of the other games around it. Yeah. As well, and as well as the, the Neo Geo AES That's right, which is system. a system we haven't... Although we love this system, it's not one that we've reviewed many games for. Well, uh, I don't think we've reviewed any games for it because I mm, only have one game. That's right. For it. I thought maybe Metal Slug or something, but I don't mm, think that technically uh, that's a great not area. yeah, like we <laughs> have we have played a lot of Metal Slug. Mm, mm. Um but we didn't play it on the Neo Geo. We played it uh on PS2, yeah, I do believe, that's on right. an anthology, anthology, which is which is a good anthology, like it's it's very accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm right. sure I'm sure it's not perfect. Um, for SNK purists out there. Mm. But yeah, we haven't really done... You know, like you said, the reason we haven't done many <laughs> is because you don't own a lot of a lot of games for the system. Until um, very, very recently, I only owned one game for the system. Mm. Unfo- uh, sorry, fortunately, it was one of my favourites, mm. uh, which was Samurai Showdown. Yeah, very cool. So that is an awesome game. We should probably do something on that, that game at some point. At some point, yeah. Mm. I was embarrassed to do... Uh, more about that game at the moment because the last time I played it, I didn't do very well. <laughs> and I used to be super good at that game. Uh, so I feel like I need to practice to get really good to be up to where I was before to really appreciate and talk fully about that game. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, you need, you need a good training montage or two to. I do. I, I do need out. to get back into it. Mm. Um, and there's a, a, a story. The reason I'm so good or was so good at that game is because we went to an island in the Whitsundays, like mm. Tropical Island. Mm-hmm. They had an arcade there, and they all cost money, of course. And me being a penniless teenager, uh-huh. um, we found a machine that hitting it or doing something to it would mm-hmm. give infinite credits ah. on just that one machine. So we were just like playing uh, Samurai Showdown like all the time right. because we we could actually play that game. Yeah, yeah, right. Clever. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. Me and my brother played that quite a lot. I remember like bumping and kneeing like arcade machines like many times in the hope that it would somehow give me an extra or like pressing <laughs> the just... buttons in some sort of sequence that I thought yeah. would give me like a credit but no 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 doesn't work doesn't yeah. work like that you got lucky yeah very I, I mean it could have been turned on by the staff or it could have been something that we did do or something another kid do, did it's like wait this is 25 years ago now yeah. so I, I can't quite remember mm. um, but I did about four or five years ago get a Neo Geo with two uh, joysticks mm. and a memory card it was a pretty good deal it was about 2000 sorry 25000 yen so about 250 bucks yeah, yeah. Uh, with with all the accessories is pretty good yeah and let's just be clear here for the uninitiated who might be listening to this podcast mm. 
The Neo Geo is kind of the closest you can get in the, back in the day to having an arcade machine in your house. Like, it was console. an arcade machine, effectively. It's effectively, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's is the hardware that much different to what you'd find in a in a cabinet in um, an NVS? Uh, no. So uh, basically, they used for the Neo Geo um, machines that had four games in them. Mm. They used very similar cartridges. In fact, if you get an adapter, mm. you can use those ones on the AES ones, oh, wow. which is the home Neo Geo console. Right. So it's very similar. Yeah. 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 Basically, they didn't want. Uh, people getting the ones from arcades which were a bit cheaper and bringing them into the home and using those ones uh, so they changed up the cartridge layout a little bit okay but if you get an <laughs> adapter you can use those ones at home interesting yeah but the adapters cost like 400 bucks or something wow. yeah one, one thing that was very um striking about this console i mean i again we're we're not sure if this game if this console ever actually came out in australia back in the day i don't think it did i can't uh, find any records to say that there was any kind of official release yeah it was something i heard of and like knew about but i never saw one ever and yeah um i know that they would cost a lot of money in america like at the time it was about like 600 bucks which I is think. like prohibitively expensive yeah um, maybe even 800 like no parent would ever shell that out that was the kind of thing that you would buy for yourself if you were a cashed up like 20 something yeah, yeah like if you had a bunch of money to burn you would buy yourself a neo geo and show or off. you know if you were if you were rich spent no time with your kids mm. and wanted to buy their love somehow you'd buy them this i suppose <laughs> yeah that's right yeah hey work for me <laughs> give me some mark of the wolves or whatever and i'm i'm sorted oh, yeah you're done i'm i'm, I'm yours <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be rob parent rob's parent remember that trick yeah that's true. it'd probably still work <laughs> but you don't probably want to be his parent no you don't <laughs> My parents have a lot of problems. You don't want to be them. Um, <laughs> but does anyone's parents not have a lot of problems? That's too deep. Uh, That's too well, real for this podcast. Yeah, a bit too real because both of our like our parents are boomers, yeah. and you know their generation just seemed to uh, just not. Yeah, anyway, kind of shat the bed. Of- <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're um, literally they're, they're on the way out, and probably for the best. Look. That's the nicest thing I can say about them. Once upon a time, AC, they had a lot of big dreams about changing the world, you know. Yep. And how did that work out? (laughs) I don't know. We're going to (laughs) die. All going to (laughs) die, but in a fun, smog-filled kind of way. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, it'll be like post-apocalypse. It'll be cool. We'll have mohawks and we'll um, ride around on motorbikes and stuff. It'll be good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm up for a mohawk. Yeah. Uh, So (laughs) basically what happened this time when I was back in Japan is that um, I was lucky enough to come across... Mm. A few games um, for the Neo Geo, and they're only a thousand yen each, Mm. and that is about uh, ten bucks, Mm. give or take. Mm -hmm. So I got uh, Art of Fighting Mm Two and Fatal Fury Special. Yeah. Now Fatal Fury Special is um, the good version of Fatal Fury Two. That's right. I do believe it's kind of like the Championship Edition. It's like the Street Fighter Two Championship Edition of. Fatal Fury, if you like. Yeah. It's like the same game, but they you got there's a few more characters that you could play as the boss characters now. And they introduced a combo system so you could do like multiple hits and like pew, 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 kind of like build up a cool oh, okay. kind That's of a cool. combo. Nothing as advanced as, you know, um, oh God, I'm blanking. What's that one that you, you like to play? Um, uh, Killer Instinct. There's nothing, oh, like no. it doesn't have a proper combo system like that where it counts the combos and no. that kind of thing. But, but it's something closer to that than than it was before let's say indeed um yeah, a bit quicker too a bit, a bit speedier it is um, it's, um like these are these are two interesting games yeah um 
Maybe we should talk about Fatal Fury 1 very quickly and then move on to Fatal Fury 2. Yeah. Just well, very quickly. So, I, Fatal yeah. Fury 1 was not a great game. No. Um, okay. It came out the same year as Street Fighter 2, but towards the end of the year, whereas Street Fighter 2 came out in March. So, mm-hmm. 2D fighters were around. Yeah. Uh, and they were around before Street Fighter 2. I mean, yeah. Street Fighter 1 was a 2D fighter. Yeah. Uh, but Street Fighter 2 broke all of them apart. And Fatal Fury, the first game you can only choose between three characters yeah it just seems in compared to street fighter 2 a bit lackluster mm. um now i will be be very clear here that we didn't play fatal fury 1 tonight kind we of. played it we played a any snes port of it yeah it was which terrible <laughs> was not great and we both assume that it's not a very like i imagine that the actual arcade game would be a bit cooler than that it is i have um, seen footage of it i haven't seen a, a fatal fury arcade game in, a, in quite a while yeah uh, but that i game don't was... think it's particularly sought after i have seen it for the neo geo for about a thousand yen before okay but i never picked it up mm. because i do at the back of my mind it was just going hey hey the original fatal fury not very good mm. which is why when i got special i thought special was the better version of that one but it mm. turns out it's the better version of number two which That's is even right. better yeah so the, what i've read is that the review the, the journos and the public didn't really like street sorry didn't really like fatal fury one mm. but fatal fury two they liked a lot more and it kind of became established at that point as like well this is this is part of well, the, the early 90s fighting game scene essentially um and yeah, the sort of iconic characters in the Fatal Fury se- like yeah. series. This is a series that neither you and I, neither you nor I, have really spent a lot of time. No, playing. which is why we've been a little bit reluctant to kind of dive in here because yeah. we're not ex- experts. We should be clear, we're not experts at this. We're just two people who like mm. playing video games and thought we'd give some SNK ones a go. Yeah, we, we decided to do Fatal Fury special. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing about uh, this, like, it, as you said, uh, Terry Bogart. Yes, Terry Bogart is the sort of the hero of Fatal Fury One, mm, and he's guy, like a, the guy in the red hat. Yeah, and he's got a cool <laughs> yellow. He's got a cool blonde ponytail. Mm. You know, he's American, of course, and uh, his um, not so cool brother. Yes, Andy. Andy, <laughs> who's got like just long blonde hair and yeah. it's a bit shorter and not, doesn't have a cool hat. <laughs> no, no cool hat. He usually uh, wears white. Yeah, like a little karate gi kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then like the third character you could play as was Joe. Oh God, I'm gonna get his name wrong. Higashi, I think. Joe, Joe Higashi. Yeah. Um, who is Japanese but um, is a Muay Thai expert? Yeah. So he sort of does like, mm, Japanese. Yeah. He does Thai, you know, Thai boxing. Well, Joe is um, not particularly Japanese, but Higashi. Yeah. I mean, I could look up like the the full backstory if you want, but, but we don't need to do that. I don't think. Yeah. So, so when we played uh, f- uh, Fatal Fury Special, one of the mm. things is uh, you'll notice is that it is not a button masher. No. If you start mushing uh, bat- buttons, mm-hmm. you will get your ass handed to you, especially by the computer. Yeah, we found that the the computer, like the, even on normal, the, the the AI was very punishing compared to what we're yeah. used to. And I don't know whether that's because we haven't played '90s fighting games for a while, or whether it's because this game is like actually a lot harder. I, I want to say that Street Fighter Two is easier than this game on 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 normal against the it is against the it AI. is definitely but yeah. there are a lot of differences between other than the fact they're 2D fighters i mm. think um, there are a lot of differences in terms of uh, characters yeah. in terms of um, strategy the way the game plays seems to require you to be a bit more careful I, th- you I think tactical yeah. is probably the best way they they do move mm. fast and they do respond to button commands yeah but that being said, they're not quite as fast. All of the Street Fighter 2 characters seem a bit faster than this. Like yeah. even even Zangief and like the big slow characters seem yeah. 
a little bit quicker than the slow characters in in Fatal Fury, and it's sort of like once you've pressed it, it's not quite. I'd be over- there's no delay, but I'd, yeah, I'd be overreacting it to say that it's like got this sort of. You have to kind of commit to your your. That's what I'll say. You have to commit to what you've just chosen to do. So if you decide mm. to do a high kick, or a hard kick, or something like that, and um, the other guy just switches it up, you can't just like switch out of that. You can't just. You can't just quickly... After your frames of animation yeah. started, you're not going to get a chance. And you you can't, can't kind of break that up until he's back in your stance again. Yeah, nowhere near as easily as you can in, in Street Fighter. <clears throat> it's just it's noticeable that you have to kind of commit a bit more and that makes you think more hard about what you want to do. And if you just mash the buttons, the other guy can pretty much just decimate you. Yeah, um, so you need to just kind of... Rather than go in hard and fast, you just kind of need to... Stay back a bit. Stay and back and then see what the other players are going to do. Respond to what they're maybe doing. Let, see if they have a pattern, then try and break that pattern. Mm, mm. And, you know, I think by the time we finished our little play session today, I was getting the hang of against the AI. Yeah. Like I was able to beat them. Mm, mm. So it is a... Um, it, it is... It's still, I'm not saying it's slow paced. It's still very fast, but it's just more... A bit more thoughtful. A bit more deliberate. Yeah. yeah. The characters are fun. Um, they're not quite the colourful cast of uh, Street Fighter. Like, there's no monsters like uh, Blanca or anyone like that. Yeah. But they do have, like, big, massive characters called, like, the Australian guy. Yeah. It's called Big Bear. Big Bear, yeah. Man, that Australian level is something. So, like, I'm going to stop you for a moment here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I want you to describe this. I was playing as, uh, I don't know, someone, Robert or something. I don't know who I was playing as. And, um, you, yeah, you go to this Big Bear level and uh, it shows this map on the sort of character select screen of Australia. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it's an Australian guy. Let's see what this is going to be like. The background has a big airs rock right in the middle of it. And then in the middle of like the central desert, there's all these like trucks pulled up, like a truck stop and like motorbikes. And there's guys in Speedos. Yeah. Like very muscly guys in Speedos. And they're nowhere near the beach, you have to remember. No. Airs rock is in the literal middle of Australia. And there's also a lot of sheep <laughs> hanging around. And a few chicks here yeah, and there. Yeah. It just looks like a muscle man truck stop motorcycle party, yeah. basically. <laughs> With sheep. Um, With, as you say, sheep. So, again, very ac- close to very accurate. Speedos. It's, it's pretty much exactly what it's like to be in Australia. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel walking down the street all the time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, there's uh, my... I think the guy I had the most luck with... In fact, I kind of got stuck with him for a while. It mm. uh, was Tung. Tung, yeah. Uh, the the old uh, Chinese uh, a kung fu expert. Yes, that's right. And he... I, I do like uh, the, the uh, kung fu players in a lot of these games. They seem to be a bit speedier, a bit more sort of agile. Um, yeah, their attacks with their hands are faster. Yeah, that's don't always do as much damage as their fists, but it's how it seems to work in a lot of these games. Is they give the the kung fu guys this they're quick and they're agile right. and stuff. And yeah. so there are there are funny things to this game. It's not like completely deadly serious. There's taunts if you're far enough away from the person and you press either the C or D. It's usually the C button, I think. Mm. You'll do like a little taunt, like Tung uh, will like shine his bald head yes. with like a piece of cloth, so it's shiny. Yeah, that's right. That's and some right. of them will just like do a, a giggle or a stance or something like that. Yeah, um, and I think. Um, you know, Terry just sort of like he beckons, he beckons you with his hand mm. and like does a cool like thing with his hat or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he's always doing cool things with his hat. Yeah, yeah. He's um he's the coolest person. Yeah. Because down at the other end of the spectrum, yeah. we've got uh, King Duck, who is oh, the Duck American King. Duck King. I have to congratulate Duck King. Sorry, Duck, Duck King. King. Yeah. 
Uh, and Rob had some success with him, yes. I want to say. My initial response was, oh, God, I hate this guy. I hate everything about him. But when I realized there was a little duck living in his mohawk, I changed my mind and now, and I, I think I love him now. It's kind of like a punk version of Vanilla Ice. It's kind of, yeah, <laughs> it's like Vanilla Ice mixed with Guile from Street Fighter mixed with... And he was breakdancing. Mixed with a guy who likes ducks. Yeah. <laughs> his, his whole thing is ducks. Um, he loves the ducks. It's his gimmick. Um, like, there literally is a duck living in his mohawk and when you knock him out, the duck flies out of his, out of his like, hair yeah. and, like, lands on the ground. And, he, and like, all his moves are, like, breakdancing moves. Yeah. And he even does, like, a backspin. It's so stupid, but it's, it's pretty entertaining. It's, it's very say. dumb, but, yeah. He, like... <laughs> <clears throat> Again, this is again this is our sort of like first impressions of this game. Yeah, um, when, as I said, we're not experts. I mm. have played Fatal Fury before, at least Fatal Fury Two, I think. I remember that. I've definitely but, played one mm. at some point or other, but it's been a long time. Yeah. Look, I don't remember the the cast of characters being quite this hilarious. No, um, Duck King I think was great. Duck King was stupid, but mm. like I, he didn't get any more annoying than just being a stupid character. Yeah. Like he wasn't like, he didn't say horribly offensive things or anything like that. He was, he just, he, he was what he was. Yeah. He, he he's living his best. He's living his truth. Duck mm. King. He's King of, <laughs> King of, uh, fighters. Favorite. Mai uh, is in this. That's right. Yeah. Mai um, was introduced to the series, uh, to, the, to the world with fatal fury. Yes. Boob physics. Yeah. Um, although there is some during her victory pose, but she's uh, the original kind of booby fighting yeah, game girl. She kind of is. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's Chun-Li, but she was more leggy than Booby, you yeah. know? There's, there's a lot of leg, um, a lot of drumstick on Chun-Li. Yeah, that's right. But this game did something different. It had a Booby female character. Oh, well, wow. Mind blown. Yeah, I, I um, bet I bet they just all walked out of the board meeting that day. No, we got it. We get, we just high Leave early, it. everyone. That's right. You can all go home early. It's all, it's all well, about the boobs. It's, it's kind of true, though, because that is probably the most, apart from Terry Bogard, or maybe even arguably more memorable than Terry Bogard. Like I remember who she is more than Terry Bogard. Um, yeah, like a co- like cosplayers often will like it's a, it's a cosplayer's favorite. Yep, the my outfit. Yep. Um, yeah, and kind of spawned a whole like long lineage of like sexy female fighting game. Characters. Yeah, Dead or Alive is yeah. probably the most guilty of yes of ripping that one. I off. think um, what's the name of the female ninja in De- K- 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 something? K- Kazumi. Kazumi. Kazumi mm. is basically my. Yeah, like with a different colored outfit. Definitely. <laughs> so look, w- yeah. we had a we had a lot of fun playing this. Uh, we had to turn it down to easy to get anywhere in the, in <laughs> That's the right. fighting mode. Even on easy, it was really annoying and really hard. Yeah. Um, so we just got to be remember that it's tactical rather than button mashy, and yeah. that there are one of the gimmicks of this game is mm-hmm. that there are two planes. Oh yeah, we should mention that. That's probably one of the things that sets it apart from other fighting games. Is that especially especially contemporary ones? Yeah, you can move into the f- background. And then you can move back into the foreground. So there's mm. kind of like two... If you press uh, the buttons C and D yeah. together at the same time, they'll like do a little twirly move and they'll sometimes they'll break through something. Yeah. Like there's a like sign a, or a something screen, like that. They'll yeah. bust right through it. Yeah. And then you'll go into the background and then the character, other character can follow you. And you kind of use this to your advantage. When I was playing against AI Terry Bogart, I yeah. noticed that he was, he was doing trying to do that a lot. And, Whenever you, know, you sort of get him into a corner and you're trying to do some damage to him, he, he changes lanes on you like that. Yeah. And escapes, and it's really irritating. Doesn't even um, use his indicator. I know. Poor bastard. <laughs> just a bad, just a bad driver. Bad driver. Honestly. So look, the background, the graphics are great on this. Obviously, yeah, it's um, fan- it's very good looking game. I mean, arcade quality, sixteen mm-hmm. bit of the time. Yeah. Uh, the the backgrounds are parallax scrolling. There's often stuff going on. Very detailed. Yeah. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob and I went through every character in the game. Yeah. Uh, 
it's fair to say that... Uh, <laughs> how can I put this subtly? Mm. I kicked some ass. Yeah, I think I beat you maybe two times, maybe three. Out of like 12 matches or something like that. So pretty, pretty, like, a pretty resounding thrashing. So it, it uh, should be said that Rob and I are actually pretty even when it comes to fighting games. Yeah, we're both equally kind of mediocre at them. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're not terrible, but we're not no. great at them either. Well, we, but we haven't gone out of our way to become good at fighting games. No. So we had never sat down and like, no. m- like mained a character or something. We've never bothered to do that. Yeah. Um, so we don't like, we just sort of muddled our way through. We figured out a few special moves as we went, but for the most part, I think one of the problems we had with this game was that we're very used to street fighter better or worse. And a lot of the street fighter special moves use like, like either a charge or a quarter circle. And we're used to those, but these characters don't seem to respond to the same input command. So it might be a timing thing, or it might just be that they have a very different set. Of it's a different. If it, it's a different set, because I, I found that, that when we played, this is jumping ahead a bit. Hmm. But when we, when we like towards the end of our night, we played King of Fighters '97. Um, yes. This is jumping ahead a lot. Yes. Um, I found that a lot of the quarter circles and stuff I was trying before were working in that game. So I wonder whether they changed something to make it more Street Fighter-ish, or whether it's just that the inputs were easier to do. They streamlined a couple of things as they moved forward. Yeah. So Either way, yeah. We'll talk about King of Fighters in a minute. That's that's, that's for a yeah. bit later. <laughs> but um, yeah, <clears throat> do you recommend Fatal Fury Special? You know what? I I kind of do. I mean, it's sort of caveated, right? Like, this is not for everyone. Hmm. But if you like Final, if you like Street Fighter and stuff, like if you're a young person and you like your fighting games in 2020, in the good the year of our Lord 2020, um, this is a good a good sort of an important fighting game that you should probably check out. Hmm. It's cool. It's it's very similar to, to Street Fighter 2 in a lot of ways, but it is its own thing for the reasons we've kind of said, like a bit more deliberate. Um, the specials are obviously quite different. Different yeah. roster, very different sort of vibe because the roster is so different. Mm. Um, I'm finding it hard to give it a full recommendation, but there's something interesting about it that's probably worth checking out if you're into the genre. I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have any differing views on that one? Not really. Um, I think. In a very similar vein to you, uh, mm. the, I, the, one of the things that really impressed me about this was the roster. After yeah. I got in and like tried most of the characters, yeah, I really enjoyed quite a few of them. Mm. I thought, and like not just the kung fu guys, but the big heavy set guys. Yeah, who was that guy you were playing as? The, the guy with the the Chinese guy with the suspenders and the green. Oh yeah, that oh. guy. Um, I'll see if I can find him. I don't know. Cheng, I think his name was. Yeah. Uh, he was he was a lot of fun to play with. I thought he was going to be kind of like really slow, but I was up against Big Bear and I still managed to kick Big Bear's ass. So <laughs> that was, it, it was fun because there's a whole bunch of different players and they don't always react or, or move how you expect them to. Yeah. So I really appreciate Cheng that. Jin, Cheng Zin Zan. Cheng Zin Zan. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're probably butchering these names. He's from Taiwan. Now. There you go. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed playing him with his big red braces and, um, yeah. and green coat or oh, green pants. It's kind of cool. He's agile, but he doesn't look it. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. a lot more agile than I thought he was going to be. I kind of wanted to go back and experience him a bit more. Mm. So, look, I'm going to say play this game if you have a mate who... If you have access to it and you have a mate who's curious, I don't think you really need to seek it out. No. Because I think fighting games have kind of... 
uh, grown up a lot in the intervening time. Yeah. Just remember that it's not Street Fighter. It is an SNK fighting game, so it's it's got very different caveats about how yeah. to play. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So the other games we play, we won't do recommendations for all of these games. We'll just no. kind of touch on what we've done. It's kind um, of an SNK night, AC. We had it is. Of, yeah, and it was, it was fun. It was, yeah, yeah. Because I do have a lot of the King of Fighters games for consoles. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Neo Geo, but uh, that I just haven't uh, been able to... Haven't played much. yeah. Uh, the other one we played was... Um, Art of Fighting? Art of Fighting. Yeah. Two. That's an intro- That's very different <clears throat> to uh, Fatal Fury. They I th- were trying a lot of new things. Yeah, I thought this game would just be like Fatal Fury with different characters, and I was really wrong. Like, it's mm. it's quite different. Um, the sprites are very big. This, the, I want to say that the movesets are simpler. Like, there's not as many things that your character can do no but it's it's way more fast paced it's extremely fast paced there is a speed dial at the front where you can actually turn the speed up and down it's that fast Mm. but the thing that really gets me about this is the camera yes will zoom in on the characters and it's so fast that the camera can't always keep up to what's going on on screen Mm. and it's sometimes you'll flip over someone and then the camera kind of won't It'll kind of zoom out while mm. this is happening. So it's yeah. very disorienting. It is disorienting. I think you can maybe get used to it with time. But for us, who we're used to like fighting games that have a locked mm. camera that just pans left and right. This was really um, disorienting for us and um, took a while to get our heads around. We, and we, we kind had of quite this- a few matches. Yeah. We had three or four matches. Rob was definitely of a better opinion than this game. I, and he was I actually better at it than I was as well. Maybe that's part of why. <laughs> I liked it more. But um, I just... I think I enjoyed what it was going for. And I enjoyed seeing someone do something quite different from Street Fighter. You know? Like, yeah. really kind of taking that 2D fighter thing and trying something quite different with it. Um, it's more cinematic. The, the way the camera moves around, obviously, it's trying to it's trying to look very cool. Whether it succeeds or not, I'm not sure. Um, but it's certainly visually... Is, and the back... I should say the backgrounds are just gorgeous. Like, yeah, it's visually a very a, There's a lot game. going on there. And yeah. they want... If you're going to zoom in on players, you've got to make sure that the, whatever's going on behind them is looking good as well. Yeah. You don't want a pixelated mess. But I think where it falls down is that there's something a little bit stiff about the way the characters move around and fight. I don't know if you felt that as well. Like it, I did. It's even more deliberate. And it mm. seems like... I don't want to say a delay, but you kind of need to plan two or three moves ahead. It's got that same thing that Fatal Fury does that you have to think and you can't just jump in and button mash and stuff. Um, yeah, but even more so in this game, yeah. I think. Like, it, you, if you commit to something, there's no way out. Which is funny to say because it's way faster than Fatal Fury. Yeah. It's a lot faster, but, 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 it's, but it's still... Got that's that... why you have to plan two moves ahead yeah, because it's yeah. that fast. That yeah. If you've committed to one thing, then another thing, then you're not going to get a chance to get out of that. Mm. It was very stylish. And I think I'm just... My, my thought... The thought I have is like, do I like it just because it's stylish or do I like it because it's actually like good? <laughs> it's okay to like things just because they're stylish, I yeah. think, but that doesn't always mean the gameplay's good. But I think, look, it was an interesting experience. Definitely. And th- th- they went on to sort of, and I'm not sure how many other Art of Fighting games came out after that, but mm. they took those characters and they took the characters from Fatal Fury and they mashed them together and they made this game called King of Fighters. Yeah. So King of Fighters 94 was... 94 was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really hoping any SNK fans listening to this that we're not fucking this up too badly but that's what I understand is that they got those two rosters kind of jammed them together and mm. made a new game and, and they um, added more to the roster because King of Fighters was an annual event I remember yeah. King of Fighters 95 and King of Fighters 96 the most because mm. here in Australia of course we were a little bit behind the rest of the world mm. so even in like 97, 98 we were still getting these older arcade games probably because they were cheaper yeah probably um, yeah. to get 
and you know people were just used to those move sets so they didn't bother upgrading mm. so i think yeah 96 i think was one that i wasn't too bad at yeah mm. uh it was a game it was an arcade game that i would play during super sessions uh, okay uh, which is where you had like free play on the arcades for like in this place called Time Zone. Mm-hmm. So uh, Elchan and I would go there a bit. He's much better at these fighting games than I am, but <laughs> I do remember having a lot of fun. I bet he sort of sat down and like got good at them, right? Like, uh, he, he's kind of naturally good at that kind of stuff. Okay, like he's just got he's a, got the knack for it. He, he does. Yeah, he he'll say he doesn't, but he does. Okay, well, he probably don't just, listen to that fucking liar. Is what I I'm think saying. just compared to us, he's brilliant. But like maybe <laughs> maybe like on the internet against other Street Fighter Four people, he's just like. Like average or something? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't want to like. Still, still probably better than us. I don't want to talk trash <laughs> about you, Elchan. I just feel like. I just know that. Just like, against AC, you're much better. The internet <laughs> fighting game scene is freaking brutal. Um, it is. Uh, and uh, so, look, mm. King of Fighters is a great series. I have 95, 96, 97. We played 97 together tonight on your, um, yeah. your Seeker Saturn. Yeah. So, all of these were Saturn games, but you need a 4 meg cartridge. Mm for the the satin at the back i don't have that i do have an action replay which mm. has the equivalent of that on there yeah yeah but when you boot through that game i think the graphics might not be as good mm. okay I can't be 100 percent. but they didn't look too bad they were they were i thought good. it looked really good I, I i really enjoyed playing i think out of all the games that we played tonight that was the one i enjoyed the most and that was the Probably. one we were most even at as well like and- it was kind of yeah. match for match there and I think maybe that's because it was like a 32-bit era game and like it's a bit closer to what I'm used to and it felt familiar and it, the guy the way the characters responded was really good it just felt <laughs> it felt so much better than the old games that we were playing it did um, so like they've come a long way it's just funny to kind of compare like just well okay uh, sorry Fatal Fury Special came out in 93 uh, yeah early. Or, or 94 like uh, certainly not 92 um, 93 or 94 and then only three years later they've got this King of Fighters game that is just like miles ahead of like yeah. what and they were doing back then the characters know? are much smaller yeah. as well like they don't take off like take up like you know 50% of the real estate of the screen that's right yeah <laughs> Uh, and the the mm. backgrounds are just as good, and I don't know. It's got it's got more of a flow to it. Like yes. those King of Fighters games, obviously, obviously they stuck with those ones because they kind of felt that they really got into that, and they kind of went, yeah, I think we this is what we want. This is what's popular. They found the sweet spot. We they did. Yeah, yeah. I, I certainly enjoyed that a lot, and I'm I was kind of a little bit sad. Like, oh, I guess we've got to record this podcast. I'll turn this off. <laughs> yeah, that um, was the thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Especially like, because we wanted to go through the roster, but then of course, Rob and I are competitive against each other. So yeah. we would have kept going until like we evened it up. Yeah, that's right. It probably would have been several hours. So good thing that we pulled ourselves away from that. But um, it was interesting to kind of take a little trip through these these games. Yeah. It's a bit of a trip through history of the 90s um, fighting games that we didn't play as kids so yeah. much, you know, um, for various reasons. Um, Very so difficult to get a, a Neo Geo back then. Yeah. So I feel like I've learned something today. I feel like I've, you know, had a little taste of, of, of SNK fighting. And, and SNK mm. were always, especially SNK fanboys were always in a... Um, like a different tier. Uh, yeah. yeah. They, they, were, they were something unto themselves because... Mm. A lot of the time, I remember people in the arcade would just shit on Capcom mm. and just saying, oh, yeah, well, even if they had this big hit, like, SNK, it's like, they're purely fighting game it's people, even though that's not game. true. <laughs> like, they release so many of these things that are so much better. Yeah. Like, you know, come come on, play me on, you know, King of, like, King of Fighters, I'll kick your fucking ass. And it's like going, mm. no, I don't want to 
play a game where I lose a, a dollar, which is how much it costs to play, to get my ass kicked by someone who's been playing all day. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. I'll keep playing my uh, my Street of, my Street Fighter 2, thank you very much, and keep getting my ass whooped by, like, the fourth guy. Yeah. I think I'd rather get my ass whooped in Street Fighter than I would, would in uh, King of Fighters. Yeah, yeah. But they were... Look, it was fun. Mm. Uh, they are something unto themselves, and I kind of do want to go back and play a little of each game. yeah. Just spend a bit more time and, with it yeah. and dig into it a bit. But it was good Get to... Get back up to that sweet spot. Yeah. It was fun to, to, to sort of, like I said, take a bit of a, a walk through the garden of these uh, these games. Especially ones we're not so familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know if I'd recommend any of them or anything, but I think generally, like, if you haven't checked out the SNK games, you might want to just give them a look-see. Yeah. Um, there is more to SNK than fighting games. Obviously, Metal Slug is a huge course. one. I mean, when I say SNK games, I mean SNK mm. fighting games. There's some... Yeah. Yeah, there's some good there's some good vertical shooters as well. Mm. Fighters are very good. Yeah. So look, just the the classic S and K before they destroyed themselves in the early two thousand or mid two thousand, whenever it was. Yeah. Um, play their games because they're pretty good. Mm. I think you should play at least one King of Fighters. Yeah. You I- should you should get good at at least one King of Fighters game. All right. Maybe we should do that ourselves. <laughs> we should. <laughs> Ultimate King of Fighters showdown. <laughs> Okay, I see. How's the um the games and life balancing out for you? You got a good uh good little balance happening there. I, good I, equilibrium. I do. There is a bit of equilibrium going on with me at the moment in games. Actually, it's good. But, uh, hmm. I've actually been. We've been these weekends of past and of late. I have been kind of just spending time with my family. Lame. And it's super nice. <laughs> and I'm super old now. No, it is. It is the best. It thing. is the best thing ever. Yeah, really and I is. just don't want anything to change. It's sad, <laughs> but that's how it is. It's like, this is actually the best thing. And what has happened to me? Uh, so basically, <laughs> like, we've been going out during, because May has swimming lessons Saturday morning. Mm. We come back. Sometimes we'll go out shopping in the afternoon and then we'll come back and we might like watch anime or watch like another TV show together. And then we'll cuddle up on the couch and we'll have some drinks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Hey, this is just a really good life. Mm. Really good life. That's so, lovely. Yeah. That's nice to hear. <laughs> it is. No. And I'm just, the older I get, the more I just don't want to go out that much. Yeah. Or if I go out, I want to go out with my family. I relate to this. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm almost, I'm turning 39 this year. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm turning 40 next year. So that's obviously where I'm at in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still want to go out and I want to like do stuff with my mates and my friends and everything. But mm. man, oh man, it's just nice to spend weekends with your family. And because I know that, you know, May is probably going to grow up to be a sulky teenager like I was <laughs> yeah. and want nothing to do with us. <laughs> but she will want me to drive her everywhere. So, yeah, which is kind of a prerequisite considering uh, she shouldn't be allowed to drive. <laughs> <laughs> that's for I'm guessing from all the alcohol she consume rather than yeah, the fact she that she's just, blind. She gets really tanked and then she wants to get behind the wheel. And we're yeah. like, no, May, don't. And she's she's like, just sitting there going. <laughs> <laughs> That's me making car noises. To take the keys off of her. Uh, last Saturday, uh-huh. I think it was Saturday, uh, we went to the uh, the night markets or the noodle markets oh. in Canberra. So stuff actually happens in Canberra. Yeah, we have we have things. Things happen. Things do happen. Like I went to the multicultural festival a couple oh, yeah. of weekends before that. Yeah, that yeah. was that was good. Czech beer, very good. Gets thumbs up from me. Excellent. Czech pancakes, even better. All right, you have a nice pilsner, a nice. Uh... I did, yeah. yeah. There's some uh, <laughs> some good stuff there. Uh, and this time we went to the noodle markets and we met uh, some friends of uh, Maria's who, uh, another family, mm-hmm. who also have a little girl, a, a little uh, bit older. 
and she's super cute as well. And um, That's and uh, Maria's friend is Japanese, and her husband is Australian, so mm. very similar match there. Yeah. So we met up with them, and then we had some beers, and you know, some more beers, and <laughs> it was. Although they say it's the noodle market, it's mm. not necessarily all noodles. No, it's it's is it just sort of Asian food generally? Yeah, or there's there's a lot of Asian food. There's some other one, food. Like, one lone like hot dog stand, just like there's like there's a there's a couple of hamburger stands, a hot dog stand. Okay. Um, I got I ended up getting uh, satay chicken actually. Oh, okay, mm. and very good. Very good, good satay. I, I do like a good satay. Spicy satay? Like a good, like... Oh, I will love anything if you put a bit of spice in it. Mm. This one wasn't too spicy, but it was mm. good because we don't have a lot of satay at home. Yeah, okay. Hmm. So, it was a it was a good night, nice. uh, all in all. But it was hot. Like, mm. motherfucker, it was... Like, was it just humid as fuck? Well, yeah. see, the thing is, it was... When we got there, it mm. was kind of cloudy. Mm. So it was pretty mild, but it yeah. was still because it's kind of been raining on and off for the past couple of weeks. Here. Yeah, thank God it's been raining, by the way. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's good that it's raining, but it also makes everything bloody humid. And, yes. and Canberrans aren't used to that. No, we're not. We're like, what is this? What is this wet stuff on my skin? I thought wetness was make it make meant to make us feel like not hot, <laughs> yeah. meant to cool us down, but it doesn't work like that. No, uh, I'm kind of used to humidity a certain amount because Japan is super humid in summer, but I haven't really been there for a summer for a while yeah you used to winter japan though yeah yeah. Uh, yeah but uh what happened was um the overcastness of the day dissipated and all of a sudden the sun was in full bloom we were on a table mm. but all of a sudden it it went from about like 23 24 all the way up to like 29 degrees wow at the last like at about four o'clock what the hell and the thing is, like, it was that late in the day mm. that the sun, like, the, the the patio umbrella that we had over our little table mm. was doing jack fucking shit yeah. because it was coming in on the side. Yeah, that's right. It's coming in at an angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the family who came to the table behind us mm. actually ended up putting up a blanket over, oh like, God. the side of the umbrella. So wow. it protected us as well. That's smart. That was, that was good. Mm. That, that meant we could stay there for a little bit longer because it was getting super... Mm. Super uncomfortable there. Yeah, at some point, like when it gets too hot or too uncomfortable, I just I always just bail. Mm. So I'm glad that someone came up with a, a nifty little yeah life hack. <laughs> See, the kids were fine. Yeah. Like the kids didn't care how hot it was. They just wanted to run around like lunatics. But it's like going <laughs> hot, hot. I can feel my skin literally burning because I'm white as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got uh some boxes from japan yeah as well uh, the c-mail arrived the c-mail i love it when the c-mail arrives because half the stuff i've just completely forgotten about so it's almost like christmas <laughs> it's like going, oh wow i bought myself this thing it's like drunk shopping online or something it kind of is except <laughs> i would have done this on purpose in japan yeah. and it's just like two big boxes mm. so i do have the psx Okay. I haven't tested it to see if it's survived the arduous journey over the sea uh, okay. yet. I really, fingers crossed, hope that it's yeah, all good. Yeah, I hope so too. I really, really want that thing to be working. Um, I got a boxed Famicom. I got a whole bunch of games. A whole bunch. 
I was going to look on my phone because I had my phone Your with me. Phone's I gone. don't know where my phone is. That's okay. That's all right. We'll, yeah, just, we'll bit just, of, just wing it. bit of inside baseball here. We, we're often on our phones like because we keep notes about yeah. what we're going to do and talk about and history and stuff like that. So, you know, we are somewhat prepared for these podcasts. Yeah, sometimes. we do actually do some prep work. I must have put my phone down somewhere and I can't find oh, it. I'm it doesn't sorry. matter. It doesn't matter. Can, can you remember some of the games you got? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I mean, other than the uh, Neo Geo games that I got, they're the yeah. ones that I've played so far. I got mm-hmm. Image Fighter which is a great when I say great I mean not too difficult vertical shooter for the Famicom oh. and I was playing that a lot last night yeah. like I just wanted to try it out to make sure it worked and I was like on there for about 15 minutes going I need to stop it's past 11 o'clock I need to go to bed wow if you're enjoying a shooter that much it must be alright yeah I think I enjoyed it because it wasn't too tough it wasn't okay. yeah, yeah it wasn't it just killing you on the first level balanced to me yeah which is maybe what was fun about it Mm. So I was enjoying enjoying that game. Um, cool. I haven't played a lot of the other ones. I got a couple of Sega Saturn games. Mm-hmm. I got a PSP uh, Loco Moco, I think it's called. Uh, Loco. I, oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I I think I'm butchering. I can't remember. Like I haven't played it yet. I've never played that game, but I've seen it referenced and people mm. love it. So okay. I want to play it. Cool. Um, sounds familiar i got some uh, lcd games mm-hmm. like liquid crystal display games oh wow the non nintendo ones oh, okay uh one of them so both of them are interesting one of them is kind of like a it kind of is not double screen it flips up and there's a mirror on one side and mm-hmm. it's based off dr slump's ariel hmm uh, who is like a, a character from that series. The same guy who did uh, Toyama, who did Dragon Ball. It okay. was what he did before that, I think, or at the same time, possibly. Right. Um, I'm not a Dragon Ball fan. Dr. Slump, I kind of like a little bit better. Okay. Um, but this is a game where basically monsters attack you and you high-five them. <laughs> like, you, you're dressed as a penguin for yeah. whatever fucking reason. Sure. And you go around in a circle guarding a picnic and you just high-five the monsters and they go away. But if you miss, they, like, punch you in the head. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's pretty detailed for a... <laughs> It's complex. For an LCD game, yeah. I'll have to show that one to you because it's kind, quite kind the, of cool. Quite the plot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so many questions, but I, I want to slow yeah. you down. So, uh, Well, no, no, I'll, I'll show it to you after this. So, kind of cool. The other game that I got was super interesting because I've just never seen anything like it before. It is uh, solar powered, mm-hmm. which you think genius. It takes a little while to warm up. But it's got two layers. So there's effectively two games. Oh, wow. Like LCD games in there. Huh. Powered by... And it's pretty big. It's kind of... Not as big as like a, a DS Lite, but similar dimensions. It flips up. But there's only okay. kind of one screen um, down the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it's double layered. So you can switch between games on this one screen. Huh. So there's two liquid crystal display layers. And I mean, you can kind of see through one, one to see the other. Or? Yeah, yeah. They're two games. And I haven't explored it too much because it takes a little while. Even after it's charged up by solar panel. Yeah. You kind of need to get the angle just right. It's like a like a calculator that's on the fritz from back in the day. Yeah. Like, if I'm in the right room of the house, I can do my math. But if I'm in like my bedroom, it won't work. Well, I'd imagine <laughs> that if I was in sunlight, it would work a lot better yeah. than it would be, you know, under LED lights, I mm-hmm. suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just cool having stuff like that that's Japanese only, as far as I know, mm. and not Game & Watch. Like, I do love Game & Watch, um, but it's good to see some other stuff as well. Yeah. I for like sure there isn't a tiger handheld yeah I'm not a fan of the tiger stuff <laughs> tiger were um, God. They, they got their hands on some licenses back in the day I know I remember like they playing really did. I remember playing a Castlevania branded tiger handheld 
Which Did you I, even know what Castlevania was? No, that was then? the first Castlevania thing I ever found. The, the first Castlevania game you ever played was, was a Tiger. the Tiger LCD. Yeah, but the guy had a whip, so I knew what I, I, I was like. Okay, and then when I saw other Castlevania games, the guy had a whip, and I was like, all right, cool. This okay, is yeah, better. I'm, I'm, I know what I know. This I played this before. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine telling one of those retro gaming American guys, mm. like, oh, my first, the first Castlevania game I ever played was the the Tiger LCD handheld. <laughs> yeah, they would hate me so much. <laughs> but have, have they ever played Alex Kidd? No, they haven't. No. They have not experienced the joy of true being a true gamer. <laughs> yeah. When you say joy and true gamer and Alex Kidd, it makes it sound like a fucking cult. <laughs> we didn't know. We're we did not know. It was, it was best the backwater. <laughs> So in the boxes, I've got a whole bunch of lum stuff, and we got yeah. lots of we packed lots of curry for like instant curry for ourselves, pouch mm-hmm. curry. Um, it's been good. It's been a lot of fun going through that, and I haven't played half the games yet. I'm mm. Leaving that, uh, a couple of games that I did play, I'll go over quickly. Uh-huh. Um, I got Sunday versus Magazine, a Japanese-only PSP game. Okay. Where it's uh, Shonen Sunday versus Shonen Magazine characters. Oh, I was going to say, it's one of those Shonen... Yeah. 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 So okay. this isn't the one I was talking about last time. It mm. is by Konami. The okay. last one was a, more of an RPG. This one is just a straight out 2D fighter. Okay. That for sounds, the PSP. That sounds more like up, out, up your alley. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't... They're all like uh, fighting Shonen characters. Okay. Like... Uh, Rather than, you know, Lum and stuff like that. These yeah. guys are like the actual, like, fighters and warriors from the fighting yeah. manga mm-hmm. that are in those publications. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the reasons I got this is because it has Inuyasha. Uh, and uh, Inuyasha... Okay. I've is, heard of that. Yeah, is the, um, uh, the dog demon from uh, the title of the manga of the same name, Inuyasha, mm-hmm. by Rumiko Takahashi. Unfortunately, it doesn't have any Ranma, because that would have been cool. Yeah. But they, they seem to be more contemporary to what was being published at the time. Mm. They have some pretty cool stuff in there. Like, there's boxers, fighters, samurai, martial artists, kung fu, experts, and stuff like that. And cool. there seems to be a pretty big roster. Um, it turns out I'm terrible at this game. <laughs> <laughs> I played as Inuyasha, because I wanted to... Um, I'm just... I'm exploring some, like, Japanese-only fighting uh, uh, manga games at the moment okay and i was talking to a friend on twitter about this and we both decided we should give it a go okay uh and try and unlock stuff but just even the first few fights were just insanely hard Mm. and i'm wondering if it's because i'm trying to play it like a street fighter game rather Mm. than more tactically yeah because these seem very combo heavy but Mm. i don't know yet i need to give it a bit more time Mm, okay all right interesting though yeah, it was um, I, I'm I'm glad I have it mm. because this is one of those things that because you don't need a lot of Japanese to get to know it. Yes. If people found out that oh, they're you know this manga character I know or anime character because a lot of them you know were turned into anime, mm. the prices usually tend to skyrocket if like someone famous does it. Yeah, okay. And this looks like it's kind of prime material for someone to go. Oh man, I used to love Inuyasha. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, I used to love this character. Yeah, man, this is so cool. And you can mm-hmm. play without Japanese, and that's when prices go. Rist. So I got this like real cheap, like ten bucks or something like that. Cool. So it was. Uh, Hang on to that one. A little, a little decent uh, thing in my collection for PSP. I actually have quite a few PSP games. 
Hmm. Um, the last, uh, I did a couple of Game Boy games, Tower of Durago, which I've been after for a while. I played that. Mm-hmm. I do like the Game Boy version because you've got a health bar. Yeah, yeah. You don't just, it's not just one hit, one kill mm. kind of thing, mm. which is, kind of evens it out. That does make it a lot more palatable. Yeah. Because you, you, that's kind of been like a monkey on your back for a while, isn't that game? Hasn't yeah, it? I... I don't want to say monkey because I'm never going to finish that game. Yeah. It's not... I don't think it... I, I play it because it's fun and interesting. Mm. I don't play it because I think I'm ever going to finish it. But you, you keep coming back to it as well. I I'm do yeah. because there's something about it. There's something there. Yeah. Something very... Even though the graphics are simple, there's mm. just something about it that mm. just fascinates me. Mm. Um, Mogura Nya, which is a puzzle platformer. Um... <laughs> Maybe not a platformer, maybe puzzle overhead. So you're a mole and there are obstacles in your way and you can dig down Uh, and then you have to dig up at the right place. And there are obstacles underground as well. So you kind of are figuring out and getting items and uh, pushing rocks out of the way and stuff like that. That was a bit of fun. Cool. I reckon uh, my wife would actually like that one more. Seems like a little cute little puzzler. Hmm. Yeah. The last thing I'll mention is a project I've been working on for some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and very, very slowly, mind you, is that, uh, as you all know, I'm a big fan of Urusei Yatsura, yeah. uh, Lum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things I've wanted to do was to get the Famicom Urusei Yatsura uh, um, Ram no Wedding Bell, which is uh, Lum's Wedding Bell, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a, a 2D platformer where you are meant to be getting your way to the top of a building, which is a school. Okay. There's like four levels, like when you're an infant, junior high school, high school, and I don't know, university or something like that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and each level gets progressively harder, of course. Okay. It's probably like nursery school, then primary school, then middle school, then high school. Probably. Right. And then at the at the end, when you reach the very top, mm. you get married, like there's a cutscene or something. It's actually very hard because it's... Just like real high school. Yeah. <laughs> If you're an American, I guess. <laughs> uh, so what happens here is that it's actually you need to kind of memorize the path to the top hmm. and you need to be able to fight enemies along the way. So there's very much a ticking clock and you can't go back down because, oh, you can, but the the fire goes up very quickly. Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. It was also an hmm. arcade game, but it didn't have Lum, but it had the same music, which is from Lum called 120% Momoko, I think. Mm-hmm. Very odd. Anyway, uh, what I wanted to do was I wanted to get this cartridge, tear it apart, <laughs> um, put that in with a connector and put it in an NES shell and then print out a new label and uh, have the NES game. Oh, right. Right, the game that never was. The game that never came out here because why would it? Yeah. Um, it's not a great game. It is playable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the music and all that. So, mm-hmm. you know... I I have got pretty far in that I had a converter um, and that was also in a cartridge form. So I just ripped that apart. I <laughs> ripped the cartridge apart. I was trying to be very careful, but I ended up splitting it like along the seam. Mm. Famicom cartridges are insanely difficult. Mm. You need like a vice that pinches one edge of it so you can get like the little clips out. Right. But if you do it too much, it, you break the clip. If you do it too much, if you do it too little, you'll end up breaking the like the seam along the side. When you pull, yeah, yeah. like so, what happened? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There, are, there are people on uh, YouTube who will say you need to do it to this amount of degrees and stuff like that for this type of cartridge. Wow. That's how stupid that's how, it is. Wow. Okay. 
however, because I have several, I have a boxed version mm. in very good condition. And I have like just a normal version I got for like 200 yen. I just went, this is a sacrifice cartridge. So I just <laughs> broke that one open. Right, yeah. <laughs> the third one open. And <laughs> I, uh, I put it with the converter, which I also split open. And it managed to fit perfectly in the NES case. Oh, nice. So I'm working on the label now. Okay, great. And, um, you know, I'm... I'm not gonna. I'm gonna play it, of course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we might do something with it in the future. But uh, I just like the idea of owning this one-off uh, Udase Atsara yeah, cartridge that, like, that no one else will ever have. No, no, it'll be one of one because no one's that crazy. I, I could. It is kind of tempting to like do it to a Zelda cartridge and make like a gold version. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> but I, pro- I probably shouldn't sacrifice a um like no. a, a, a Zelda cartridge. I think this one was a golf cartridge that i sacrificed How dare you. yeah in oh. honor of you rob in honor of you so what have you been up to oh man i've been i've been busy but it's not been stuff that's like super funny or anything like that um work's been busy and home life's been busy looking after my kid and stuff mm. like that i did do something that i think is rep- reportable i think it's a reportable event okay um so i went to a barcade with my uh my girlfriend uh, <gasps> during the week you went to a barcade without me i know you bastard well we were looking for a place to get a drink and we went to pj o'reilly's yeah which was like just just full to the brim and we, i don't know what is, happened. is this in the city yeah yeah um and so we were like we're not gonna go here because this is just full of just loud people drinking and stuff like get like right like yeah <laughs> drinkers but yeah people in a bar being loud and drinking no um, so Who's we went, commoners? but we found this, uh, little sort of a sandwich board on the side of the road saying token, this game, like a barcade, come and, you know, come check it out. So we went down to, um, it's kind of, uh, it's in like the Melbourne build- building or the Sydney building, whichever one, the one that's closest to the Canberra center. Okay. Um, that's a Sydney building. Kind of down, you know, like the nightclub lane where like all the cl- nightclubs used to be, but they're all closed, you know, <laughs> and there's just like empty, like lots and stuff. So this is the one facing North one Avenue. Yeah. And, um, Look, the one that's also connected to the bus interchange. Kind of, yes. That yes. same building that's where the bus interchange is on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. So there is uh, the the barcade. There is like a I can't remember what it's called. Mm. I think it's like a uh, a geeky. There might be a place called. Um, there might be like a more of an internet cafe somewhere, but that's not where, that's not where we went. So what, so what was the place you went to? Called? It's called Token, huh. um, and. We look okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna like just give you the spoiler right up front. It was a bit disappointing. Okay. Um. So we went in there. Um. And there was there were four pinball machines. Uh huh. And four or maybe five arcade machines, and that's it. And I felt like that's not enough to call yourself a barcade. Did maybe? they call themselves a barcade yeah. specifically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, question. Mm. This isn't reloaded. No, it's not. Okay, because they do have some games. Yeah, Reloaded is games Reloaded's different. Okay, not, good. That's what I wanted to find yeah, out. Yeah, because Reloaded is like, they have like consoles and shit set up, so you can play like, yeah, and you can play PUBG and shit like not that. Not necessarily a barcade, but they're, yeah. it kind of is, because they've like, got a lot of games It's like a there, land but... cafe type of thing with food and drinks. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. a mixture. This is not that. This is like trying to be a proper barcade, oh. but in a very small, I mean, admittedly, the lease is just not very big, so you can't fit many machines in. Yeah. And they had a kitchen. Like the food was okay. It was kind of like, um, Joanna recognized it. It's like a food truck, like s- something soul, burger soul. Or something oh, okay. Like. It's like soul some train or like something. We got, on- we got onion rings. There's a lot yeah. of American food, right? Like okay. You can get your onion rings. You can get your burgers and your pizza and stuff. And, but the thing is that like, I think ultimately I was just disappointed that there weren't more machines. I was like, this isn't 
You want a 90s style arcade with I, variety. What I'm worried about, AC, is that I'm never going to walk into a place that has like 30 machines like the old days. We're just never going to see that again. That's just not going to happen. Because there was this place that's opened up in, in the Canberra Center now called Kingpin. Yeah. And my girlfriend was like, oh, they've got this big arcade. She calls it an arcade because she's like in her 20s. <laughs> And I, and I was like, oh, yeah. And I walked past it and I was like, this is just all ticket machines. It's not an arcade. There's, there's, there's no fun. Like, it seems too. fun. Like They, they do. Actually, they do have. they have some arcade games. They do. And they actually have the Namco Mario Kart oh, wow. races there in okay. one of the corners. Yeah. Okay. So, like, look, I'm not casting too much shade. But, like, when I think of an arcade, I think of, like, a big place with arcade video. Like, like mach- video game machines yeah. that you put money into. This was, like, half pinballs and half like actual arcade games. Now, I will say this. Yep. The onion rings were good. Okay. Um, of the four pinball machines, two are out of order, which I think is like typical. Yeah. <laughs> um, Honestly, like pinball maintenance is would be very difficult, especially yeah. in Canberra. Um, the girl behind the bar was like really apologetic about it. Mm. And, I, and I, I was like, no, I'm here for the games, not the pinball, but thanks anyway. Um, anyway, they have the, the machines I'm trying to think of, there's a good, decent selection. They had Daytona. They had like a two-player, two-seater two Daytona. Just two. Yeah. Mm, uh, they had um, they had a Point Blank, two. Um, two-player Point Blank, two. Okay, yeah. They had the Simpsons Arcade. Oh, really? Um, okay. But, <clears throat> but the, the CRT was on the fritz. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, so question. Was it the original arcade with four players? Oh, I didn't check. With it might have only been two, but I can't remember. Uh, it was. It didn't seem. It didn't seem like a very big cabinet. Oh, that's probably not the four because the four player one is yeah. massive. But it definitely had the original CIT in it because that thing was on the fritz. AC. Oh, it was like shit. there were little like artifacts and stuff on the screen. Like it was just. Did it actually say The Simpsons? Like with yeah. the, the the marquee. On the the art looked right. Okay. You was know? there art on the side of the machine? Okay, I'm asking you all the hard questions here because I'm kind of I'm kind of familiar with that machine. So. Yeah, and there was something else. Oh, they had like a big buck hunting piece of oh, shit. Oh, you hate those. I hate those things. It's, it's, it's not even worth putting in an no, arcade because you can no. find them in every, any pub that you go to. Well, like, they know they're like steak like steak bars. If you, if you yeah. don't have a steak somewhere, you're going to find a big buck hunter machine there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, but I, so I, I thought, right, I'm going to play Point Blank 2 with my girlfriend because that's the one. And I was right. We had a good time with that. Yeah, I Point Blank's f- good. I spent five bucks and we both had a good time laughing and playing Point Blank because here's the great thing about Point Blank. It's very pick up and play. And, you know, yeah, literally. Um, it's you pick it, that thing up and pistol whip someone. It was great. I, I didn't. We played on like I don't know. Did it have force feedback on or off? Oh, you're asking me the hard question. Yeah, I'm just. I'm so. You curious. know what? I I actually think I think this was a reconstructed arcade machine. I think this one was like because the cabinet was did not. It had the marquee at the top. Yeah, but the rest of it was just a plain red box. Yeah. So I think it was. Re, I think it's been like reconstructed or refurbished it's probably, probably been restored at some point yeah and that the yeah, guns did not look, did not have force feedback okay. and they didn't look like the old school guns were they the light blue and light pink red and blue yeah but they were they were um they were fine okay oh, yeah. Yeah, it worked yeah. um this, the, the monitor was a bit like it had that color thing where like the bottom color the colors at the bottom of the screen look different to the colors at the top of the screen oh so it's yeah. like kind of it's again yeah. it's aging yeah um, see that's the problem with CRTs that's why I don't use my arcade a lot is because mm. I'm just super worried I'm going to wear out that that beautiful like RGB CRT in there. Yeah, so I think ultimately I ended up feeling like they tried with this place, but it's just a bit like they should get. I think they should get rid of the pinballs. If this is me, yeah, get rid of the pinballs. Replace it all with arcade machines. I reckon they should get rid of two. Like, could they fit any more in there? Possibly. 
Like it's along pretty with, squeezy. It, like yeah. the place was about like honestly, like in terms of like width, it was about the size of your house. Like it's it's the same as this living room. Like oh wow, okay. and then just went back. Yeah. Um, and they had toilets and stuff. So it was a very small lease. I think they were trying to do more with that space than they realistically could. Um, because here's the thing about pinball machines. Yeah. A pinball, a, a, a pinball table takes up a lot of room. Yeah. And that I'm fascinated with pinball tables and I have never gotten one because I literally don't have the room for mm. it. They are, they are I have bulky. to sacrifice my arcade machine and mm. something else to be able to fit it in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to do that because as much as I'm fascinated with them, I'm not that fascinated with yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, they're cool. Uh, Okay, I'll just remember two of the tables that they had. Yeah, okay. Which ones were they? Um, Did they have an Adams Family one? No. Ah. They had... <laughs> so, I, I always love this about pinball machines. Mm-hmm. Whenever I find them in the wild, they're always some just like movie from the 90s that I've completely forgotten about, you know? <laughs> yep, yep. So, this was, a dem- this was a Demolition Man oh, pinball machine. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, Demolition Man. It's painful. Because I, li- I really liked that movie when I was like... Like younger, I thought it was cool. I mean, yeah, we were like fifteen at the time, yeah. so that's. I like thought the three prime. the three seashells made me laugh. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> I didn't play it. And the other one that like I saw there, which was like obvious, like like it, it doesn't even bear mentioning. This is this is modern. It was the Game of Thrones pinball machine. Oh wow! Um, Who is doing modern? Pinball? I don't know. It must be some company that's making them. You know, uh, these days it must be. And again, I, I think it's probably for this very specific market, which is like the, the barcade. Yeah, and they do still exist in America. You yeah. know, there's a niche market for it, and they do make money off that. But. Yeah, I just I just feel sorry. I just feel a little bit sad. I see that. I think my day, like I think that feeling I had of walking into a time zone or walking into like you know. It's not going to ever be that way again, you know. You see, I have... Maybe I live in Sydney or Melbourne, like a big enough place to support a place like that. They Um, do have some barcades down in Melbourne, I remember. Yeah, like proper, like what I would call like a quote unquote a proper one that has like, it feels like an arcade, but there's pizza or something. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, That would be ideal. This just felt like like a small pub with a few machines and stuff, kind of in a lick of paint, you know? Yeah. But I think it was ultimately the lease is not big. The, the size of the lease is not big enough. So, a bit disappointing. But I thought I'd report that as a new. Yeah, sorry for all the questions. I'm just no. you know I'm endlessly fascinated. I'll take. In fact, I think I think Joanna is is happy to to like for it to drive us out there and have a bit of a boys' night if you want to. Yeah. But I think there's not enough there to really. We might go there and then go somewhere else after kind of thing. That's fine. I mean, there were probably um, there were probably more arcade machines than that 88 miles an hour place we went to. It was about the same, sadly, which uh, is like okay. it's a bit disappointing. I. Um, you know, I'm, I'll always give a pin, pinball table a bit of a go, so I yeah. would definitely not be against I'd like to come back that. and try the pinball machines, because uh, I didn't try them at all. Um, and I, I, I do like pinball. I'm not very yeah. good at it, but I like it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm not great at it, but I do like I playing the more interesting playing, yeah. Uh, ones. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy to hear about that, actually. Yeah. At least people are giving it a go. I think so, and I think the fact that people are trying that business model out mm. more and more means that there is a market for it. But maybe it's just the population and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, so that was that was good. Um, but I've been doing other things, AC, and I wanted to talk about one game I have played. Okay. But I'll be quick, because I have only played a bit of it. Okay. Which is um, Hollow Knight. Um, the game came out in 2017. It's a, like a Metroidvania thing with like a Dark Souls vibe. It's like a 2D Dark Souls is how it's kind of... I've that's heard a, of That's this. a very reductive way of talking yeah. about this game, but not entirely inaccurate like it is very much going for that feel um but it also has a really a really good feeling platformer you know sort of uh like the game is built on this like solid platformer 
but then the whole aesthetic and the whole vibe of the game is is very obviously like dark souls inspired nice um but i'm liking it like it's it's fun so far i've I, I wonder, I fear that I might get bored of the game before I beat it, like so many games recently. Yeah, um, but so long as you have fun whilst you're playing yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I got it on the Xbox, Xbox Live Game Pass thing for PC. Like the, so I pay oh, like. Oh, yeah, I've heard lots of people getting that recently. Yeah, it's it sounds very like good a value. pretty good. It's a sweet deal. Good, yeah, like a dollar for the first month. Yep. And then you can just download games and play them. It's great. And then. um five dollars or something for every month after that or something like so that can, so you can just like basically pay something amount of money for a year and then yeah. you'd have access it's to netflix whole- for games basically yeah. it's the promise that we all wanted i suppose but um of course all those caveats like you don't technically own the game no so. and if you ever cancel your subscription they will go away yeah something like that mm. but um if you just want to like play a few games like one or two games a month like this is a very affordable way to do it you know and that's probably where i'm at these days um so yeah i like it i mean i haven't really played a bit of it um but it has kind of got me like it's very simple it's just two buttons jump and attack you know that's it yeah pretty much yeah and you can't even duck you can't even like do a duck attack yeah so it's very simple but you can you can hold the button you can hold the d-pad and like attack up attack left attack right or when you can jump if you jump you can attack down oh yeah okay so it does add a bit of like and what's uh, the platforming like? Is it like is it very snappy? There's no very- double jump, which is interesting. And Nathan, friend of the show, told me that there isn't. You're never going to get a double jump. You don't unlock that. Okay, but you do unlock other things. Yeah, and it, and the, the the um the platforming is more about like okay, you'll jump and then you'll you'll down attack an enemy and bounce off them and then reach something. You know, so it, there's a bit of like skill, a bit of trick trickery going oh, yeah. on. Can you wall climb? Not. That I can tell, yes. Can you wall? You can you bounce off the walls like wall I don't, jump? I don't know. I don't mm. think so. I don't think so. Interesting. Um, I will say one thing that I'm enjoying is the way the map works, which some people apparently find infuriating, but I really like. So to start with, you have no map. Okay. And that sort of sucks for a Metroidvania. But then, like, what happens is you unlock a map eventually. You, you end up getting a map, and then you have to buy like you have to buy the map, and then you can buy ink and a pen. And then every time you sit down on a bench and save, the benches are how you sort of save the game. He'll draw the map for the areas that you've been to that he that he hasn't seen yet. So like you kind oh, of clever. explore, 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 yeah. and then go back, and then he'll like map it out by hand, like the, the areas. And you have to also pay. You have to buy an extra item to see where you are on the map. So it's oh, kind of like okay. it's kind of you have to work for it, you know. And I, I kind of like that. That's um, kind of. RPG-ish and like, yeah. you know, like, you know, one of those early RPGs when you're just exploring everything. You have no idea where you are, what you're doing, where you're going. Mm. Almost like a Zelda dungeon or something like that, I guess. Yeah. But more complex. So I'm, I'm liking it. I want to come back to it. I am a little worried that I'm going to get sick of it before I beat it because it seems like it's really huge. See, um, here's the thing. Yeah. I heard about this game and, I, and it did pique my interest. Mm, mm. And I kind of went, ooh. Oh, actually, this sounds like the kind of thing I might be into. I do, I do kind of like this. Mm. I don't really have a lot of time for exploratory platformers, mm. uh, unfortunately. Yeah, they which are is a what I like, call Metroidvanias. I think you once coined this phrase: "What the? Where the fuck do I go?" Games. <laughs> yeah, where the fuck do I go? Games, which is yeah. very accurate. Actually, uh, I, I, I love the idea of them. I just don't have the time to execute them. Yeah, like and that's I what used I'm to. That's what I'm worried about. But what really <laughs> put me off is that it's like the Dark Souls are 2D games. I went, fuck, I'm out. I, yeah. I, I don't need to be like tearing my hair out. Yeah. Over something that is potentially like really frustrating and hard. Yeah. I, have, I will say I haven't found it hard yet, but it might get very hard. But it's got the vibe. Like all the NPCs are really weird and they say weird things to you. And it all is very dark and depressing and like this world feels dead. Like it was once vibrant, but now it's just like shitty and it's got that vibe. 
you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, how how many hours have you played of it so far? Only probably four. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's enough to get the measure. So I'll, I will. I do want to keep playing it, um, but we will see. I can't make any promises, but I do like it. So um, I just thought I'd mention that because it's a it's a relatively modern game that I've been playing. So. Um, without AC, did you have anything else? Otherwise, we can move on to... Yeah, let's move on to the quiz. The, I think uh, quiz we've been crapping on a lot today. We've been... Uh... Sure. Well, let's um, let's end the show with a showstopper, AC. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm sceptical. <laughs> I think I already know what this quiz is going to be about, and I'm worried because we've. I've said I know nothing about SNK and fighting, <laughs> SNK fighting games, and I think that's what this is going to be about. All right, AC. Well, this quiz is about SNK. You're correct. But it's about a very specific thing in the SNK fighting game world. Shit. And that is the beloved fighting game character. And I'm going to massacre this name. You can fix it for me. Yeah. Mai Shiranui. Mai Shiranui. 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 I'm just going to keep you. Shiranui. Okay, we'll go with that one. Yeah. So That's wrong, but sure. Sure. Mai, right? Mai. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, the first, well, arguably the first, like, big booby anime chick in fighting games. There's got to be more before that. There's probably that. more. Well, okay, in worldwide popular fighting games, perhaps, in Japan, no fucking way. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, anyway, a very memorable, sexy fighting game character, right? So this quiz, this is a fun quiz, right? So I was reading Wikipedia. Okay. And I was, and I came across the article for Mai, and I read through it, and yep. I was blown away by how long the reception part of this article was, and it had a lot of quotes from uh, journalists with their, like, little pithy takes about Mai. <laughs> okay. So this is a quiz where I'm going to read out something that a journalist apparently said, and you're going to tell me whether someone actually said that about Mai or not. Okay. So it's 10 questions, true or false. Did so this, some- is a, this is basically going to be 10 questions about, did the journo say this about her breasts? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, spoilers, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one, AC. Indeed. Oh, and these are all quotes. Okay. <clears throat> true or false? Booby or not booby? <laughs> Question one. I think this is a booby trap. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sex sells and everyone knows it. My sure... going to tell me how to say this. <laughs> how do you say it? Tell me. Give me a look at it. S-H-I-R-A-N-U-I. S-H-I-R-A-N-U-I. R-A-N-U-I. Shiranui. Shiranui. Okay. My Shiranui from Fatal Fury first stumbled into this magical power when she captivated thousands of Arbengs the world over. What was an Arbeng? With the heaving bosoms during her matches. Okay. Yeah. True. <laughs> Correct. That's true. That was by... Saladin Hussein of Game Access Unwired in 2007. You're a legend, mate. Love your work. Question number two. Okay. The Mai Shiranui outfit demands a special kind of physique, which is probably why it seems to be the go-to cosplay of models. Um, look, I... See, I don't know if someone specifically said that, mm. but it's fucking true. But I'm going to say a journalist didn't say that. Or at least not a games journalist. So you're going to say false? false? Yeah. And that was, in fact... True. Um, okay. Singapore pop culture site Lollipop, which is the problem. I mean, what they said was yeah. true. I just didn't think it came up in a game journalist yeah. article. All right, well, let's let's keep going. Okay, all say. right, all right. No, no. It's amazing what journalists do say. Okay. Wait. Is this is this is this just for game journalists or is it any kind of journalist? It's it's anyone who's commented about this game. Oh God! All these could be true then. Or this character. Or is this character? Okay. okay this character. Okay. All right. Number three. 
<clears throat> have to be in the press somehow. Mai is a fighter with so little clothing covering a pair of breasts so meticulously animated that we suspect they're constantly huddling together for warmth. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like something um, an Australian editor would say. I'm going to say true. That is true. That is from Adam Wares of Cracked.com. Okay, Cracked. All right, not Australian, but... All right. Question number four, AC. Okay. All right, now it gets real. If there's one female fighter who really is just the queen of the bosom, it's Mai Shiranui from King of Fighters. She is boobs. And is is italicized. No. False. <laughs> that is true. That is said by... A female, actually, Sherilyn McCarley of The Feed. I thought that that just sounded too on the nose. There you go. Question five. I'm getting very nipply over here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Mai is mostly known for having the most ridiculous pair of baby feeders in gaming history. She still moves faster than the wind and puts up a pretty good fight with those things. (laughs) Okay, true. Correct, yes. That is uh, from uh, mm, a magazine called Complex in 2012. Uh, Okay, number six. I just like that there are people in 2012 that haven't got used to the idea that she's like a walking boob monster. (laughs) It still seems to surprise people. Yeah, Um, like it's been going on for a long time, guys. (laughs) Get with the program. All right, question number six. Okay. My Shiranui is the queen mother of outlandish bouncing breasts. <laughs> she was the first animated babe to really have them featured in a game and is still considered by many to be the female game character all bouncing breasts are judged off of. Uh, true. <laughs> Correct. That was also from Complex Magazine in the same article. <laughs> just, they, just, they couldn't stop, could they? No. They just They just saw... It's, it's like they're hypnotic. Oh, my God. Alright, question number seven, AC. Okay. <clears throat> there is no denying the fact that most gamers know of Maya Shiranui. The developers may have created a character that will upset every feminist out there, but the guys ain't complaining. Ah, uh, true. That's true. It's 2009, a little bit earlier. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, 2009. Oh, no, no. We don't say stuff like that in the 21st century. That's a little gross. That will upset every feminist out there, but the guys ain't complaining. Ah, I'm complaining about that guy, so yeah, kind of. <laughs> question number eight. Fucking dick. Oh, boy. Um, okay, question number eight. Okay. Un- unfortunately, my Shiranui's boobs are the only interest in this game. And this is in reference to Fatal Fury 2. And it's not just me. Everyone who had a go retorted, What a crap game. Nice pair, though. (laughs) Okay. Either that's false or it's true and it's by an English... Like an English publication. I'm going to say false. (laughs) It is true. (laughs) Oh, God. It is by a guy called Chris Hayward of SNES Enforce in his 1994 review of the game. 1994. I, I want to know if that was British or not. Question nine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How she manages to stay upright with those things grafted to her chest, let alone engage in martial arts, is a mystery for the ages. True. <laughs> it's true. That's correct. As Chris Yeager of PC World in 2010. <laughs> oh, come on. Guys, 2010. <laughs> All right. And we last... We didn't get any better, did we, in the 20... Last but not least. 21st century. Last but not least. Okay. Oh boy. My Shiranui's heaving bosom redesigned 
to fully utilize the immense fun bag recreating power of the Xbox is exactly what the doctor ordered. Mick Malloy. <laughs> yes, true. 100%. That is true, but it is not Mick Malloy. <laughs> It is um. It is actually the official Xbox magazine. Oh come on! Don't use the word fun bags. That's cultural appropriation. That's our word. That's good. Okay. Okay. So, so they were all what, true. I yeah. I was about <laughs> to say. I um. I had a wealth to choose from too. I noticed the way you were reading it. They were yeah. most likely all true, but yeah. there were just some which I went. Is he going to put one false one in there? Yeah. At the end of that, I still came out seven to three. I figured out about halfway through that yeah. they might all be true, but I you know. I want to say at this point, I'm a fan of boobs like the rest, and I like a booby character in a video game. Yeah. I'm nothing wrong with that. No, I'm. I but it is pretty gross to read these one after the other, like which is my. Experience. Yeah, here's the thing. Like when you read it, like in when you read it one after the other like that, it's like, Ugh. <laughs> it just disturbs it's, you. It's a bit creepy. Yeah, like it's fucking creepy, especially uh, considering some of these were like 2010, 11, 12. Yeah, it's more like, recent than you think. Yeah, and that's like 15 years after like her, like King of Fighters was introduced yeah, when yeah. the boob physics really took over. I think some of these are talking about like obviously later games, but um, but yeah, wow. I think I think like. <laughs> King of Fighters 99, I don't think they're going to get more detailed than that. No. I think that's that's as bouncy and pendulum-esque as they're going to get. They just have to, like, reel it back. There's like, there's no, we can't go any further than this. <laughs> We've reached peak boob. We have to, At least like, in 2D sprites. I don't know. Some of those DOA games. Anyway. Um, well, they see, that's been the fun quiz. Um, and uh, with that, that's see, That's going to win us an award one day. We're going to get an award. We're going to get a prime ministerial... A prime uh, ministerial award. The, the, the Bob Hawke Award for, for boob knowledge. <laughs> oh, God. I just laughed like the biggest goofball. Um, AC, well, that's been our show. But you know what, AC? Do you know what, my friend? We're part of a network called the Gunner Geek Network, and there are actually other shows on there other than ours, no. even though they're not quite as good as ours. No, they're idiot. not. Okay. Oh, I was going to talk about talking about uh, politics or something. Oh, no, the not. Boob Network. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We're part of the Boob Network. Boobs. Boobs. No, um, <laughs> we are part of the Gunner Geek Network, AC. Yep. Okay. It is a podcast network of geeky podcasts. Podcast. And uh, some of the podcasts they do. Um, you know, arguably pretty good, you can argue, including this one, All Things Good and Nerdy, mm-hmm. uh, which is a weekly podcast that you can listen to on Sundays every week while you're enjoying your, your Sunday paper or indeed sipping your Sunday coffee or beating your Sunday child. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm, beating I'm, your Sunday child. I, I hate that child. He only comes around on Sunday, but God, do I hate him. <laughs> Uh, and the and the promo reads thusly, AC. Mm-hmm. Each week, the crew from All Things Good and Nerdy the run crew. down the latest in geeky and nerdy news, toss in the occasional game, and it all adds up to one wacky weekend morning show with your hosts, Chris, Naki, Naki, Nakai, Naki, <laughs> Anthony, and Willie. Will Chris. I? Will- Chris is cool. Chris is cool. I'll, I'll give Chris a pass. I like Chris. Chris gets a pass from us, and so does the rest of the Gun and Geek Network, because it's it's all good, AC. It's all very good. They're all good. And um, you can find them by going to www.gunnageek.com. And uh, we hope you've enjoyed listening to Game Life Balance Australia, the Australian edition of the Game Life Balance. We should just call each other. We should just call ourselves Game Life Balance again. Yeah. And Thanks just wait, Game Life Balance. wait until like they the Americans finally catch up, <laughs> and they go, hey, hey, wait, wait, what's going on? Anyway, uh, go to GameLifeBalanceAustralia.com, mm-hmm. uh, give us a good review, 
Uh, we are getting towards episode 100. I know, that'll be a bit of a spectacular AC. I'm not even 100% convinced we're going to do it in one part. It might be a two-parter. Yeah, it might be. It might have so much to talk about, actually. Well, <laughs> it might be a bit of a retrospective. Mm. Uh, it might be a bit of a... Um, we are going to review a game, mm-hmm. as we promised. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, we... Uh, and we we probably should tell everyone this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a bit of a, a production meeting today. Mm-hmm. And after episode 100, we might take a bit of a break for a little while. Mm-hmm. A sabbatical, if you will. Yeah. Uh, we're not... We're not done with this. No, I don't think either of us wants to stop doing the show. Uh, but what we... We might rejig a couple of things. Yeah, retool, you know, take I'm, back to the drawing board. Yeah, and, and that doesn't mean everything's going to change dramatically. No. But I am thinking that maybe you and I should focus on two player games. Mm, okay, okay. Like what we could, we could release it once a month. Mm-hmm. You come over on like a Friday and we just play the game. Mm. And then we come back the next, you know, Friday, next two weeks time and, and, and then record. Yeah. Okay. They'll play the game a bit more and record. Okay. That way we have more time to dig into it. And, um, yeah. And, and two player games because we are two people and, you know, we, we end up, we both have to play whatever we're talking about. We both have to play anyway. That's true. So it does lend itself to two player games anyway. Yeah. Just, just to get a Mm. a bit of a flavor to it, I suppose. And we could still talk about other games, of course, individual games in the game life. Sure. Yeah. We're not, we're not like hamstrung. No, no. Okay. Look, I like it. Let's talk about this off air, but I like you. I like what you're saying. Like Macanda. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just, just an idea so Mm. far, but uh, yeah, we, we are going to take a bit of a break. Um, Rob and I are very busy people, Mm -hmm. uh, but we still have two more exciting fun packed episodes ahead of us. Yeah. So don't, don't unsubscribe just yet. You can't, you got (laughs) to stay. Just keep listening. You fucking cunts. Just keep listening, you bastards, until... Um, fucking pricks. Until we let you go. Yeah. We're not, we're not allowed to stop. Um, because, yeah, there'll be some fun coming up. We've got a Hype we've got some exciting, fun things planned for episode 100. Um, so keep... And <laughs> episode 99 was- will be all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be good. It'll be good. We already have a game in mind. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Um, or an ear out or something. Keep your appendages out. Appendages, including your kidneys, and don't forget to ride business class. Lake room. <laughs> do you think? Do you think like in ultra first class they have like basically like just like ballroom, <laughs> big ball pit at the front just of them. A ball, like just in front of your chairs. It's just like you can let them out. They just kind of just oh ballroom. I thought okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought rooms for your balls. Not a not a room where you dress up as David Bowie and twirl around in circles. Oh.